of second chances Look into the past A thousand miles between us You know you're coming back Oh yeah You know you're coming Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Man, I'm happy to be here. As you should be. It's been uh, pretty nice. The weather's been amazingly Holding strong. Yep, and we have a big seafare weekend upon us as well. I'll be hiding on an island. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not a crowd person. Everyone's, everyone's trying to drag me to concerts. I'm like, nah, I'm going to stay home. Gets pretty busy down here, too. And, of course, the Blue Angels are back. And yeah. so that's a big an attraction for the Seattle, the folks in the Seattle area. So if you think mm-hmm. you hear a car wreck, it's those planes flying <laughs> overhead. They did some practice runs yesterday afternoon. And, and they come by, right by the buildings here through I-90 and Factoria. And startled me because I was downstairs. Didn't hear them. And I knew they were going to come by. I just it's shocked scary. It's, it's still, scary. I loved it, though. That was the best part. Well, come to Whidbey, and, and there's these planes <laughs> that fly over and do it every day. So I'm going to be somewhere quiet. All right. Okay, on an island, Pacific Northwest. So I'm going to tell a story because that's what I like to do. It was two weeks ago. I was listening to Manson Mitchell, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, darn, this show's so good. I have to listen to it in the woods while I'm running. Yep. So I put it on my phone, and mm-hmm. I'm listening mm-hmm. to uh, uh, a beautiful guest. And I'm just like so loving this conversation. So joining us this morning is Alicia Michelle. Hi, thank you. <laughs> you were that guest. And I, I know you from a long time ago. A long yeah. time ago before you guys moved to Florida. Uh-huh. Twelve years ago. Jeez. And so I must did you go to the metaphysical mixer thing? I did. Oh, I did. That's where I met. Up there as well. Yeah. Cool. So that was an event so. we put on. And um, a lot of mm-hmm. mediums and astrologers, and it was it was, it was super fun. I, I love Manson Mitchell, Suzanne and Gary. They're my radio parents. Yep. Who are on later uh, today at 10. Yes, and they actually came on my birthday show last month, or month, two months ago. I can't remember now. Oh, yeah. And it was they, a really good birthday. <laughs> it was. That's why you can't remember they, it. <laughs> they surprised me. Happy birthday. Hold on to June 9th was Gary's uh, medium told him that. So we've been together over 15 plus years, I guess. And joining me on that show was Anthony Manna. Good morning, Anthony. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Here we are. So while I was running in the woods, I thought of me and Anthony in our past lives, because that's the show we did last last time, our past lives, um, our astrology. And because we've been doing this, Our Energy Matters, for almost 100 our 100th one will be tomorrow. It's a YouTube, Our Energy Matters, about my book. Um, wow. I thought it'd be super, like, say climactic, climactic, but I just sure. have our charts read because we're starting to see our past lives together. And um, I just have to mention that it's our three-year anniversary coming up at the end of this month. We've been talking on the phone every week since I interviewed you on my show for your That's book. Right. Yeah, it was it was fabulous. I mean, I just... You know, I well, it looked like this, right? I came to you with this snake. <laughs> Lucas in the game of chance, and it looks like a, it looks like the spiral, the serpentine, which is the the spiral. Uh, gosh, chakra work. It's like going back to the um, what's it called? Kundalini energy. There we go. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what you said. And I just thought, I want to know who this lady is. I mean, you know, you talked about my book in a way that was very, in a sense, almost metaphysical. And I just thought there's something going on here, you know. And then I, I just found you. And then <laughs> when I found you, I found out that you had a book, Our Energy Matters. And oh, wow. You know, I mean, like, what do you mean energy? Come <laughs> on. Now. You know, and I just, you know, and I, I, I just plunged myself into it. And so I've written 100 pieces when I just finished the 100th yesterday, yesterday um, 100 pieces related to my discoveries about myself and you in this fabulous book manual of uh, spiritual matters and recovery. <laughs> and the, the thing is, I had the interview with you and I enjoyed your company so much that that probably that three days later I was running and I had the aha ding ding ding. You should have chakra talk with Anthony Manna once a week. And so that's where the idea came from. And then when I called him, because it was super weird, why am I going to ask this professor to have like, you know, a conversation about chakras? He had bought, he had gotten the book and we have been together ever since. Yeah, that's it. And so I had, I mean, it was a learning curve, you know, deeply, deep, a deep learning or an arc, a learning arc, because I, I found myself, I, I, rarely understood anything i mean i heard chakra you know and i thought what you know what are we talking about here and it was it was very mystical in a way and i thought and then the crystals you know on the cover of your book i mean just you know i thought hmm i wonder what this is all about so here i am 100 times later okay ready to go <laughs> okay if you want to see our youtube our energy matters go to dina-marie.com there's a link our energy matters youtube check us out because it's been our church for at least that many times but three years this gathering and when i leave my heart is full and you know it was back three years ago when we couldn't really interact with people so anthony i believe kept my spirits high kept my um remembering what i could teach before this whole thing happened so it was such a blessing it's still a blessing and i'm just so happy alicia we gave you our birthdays what do you think <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely the first thing I saw is that you guys have um, incarnated together before, previously, more than once, and they're in family situations. Um, so th the thing about incarnation with the lunar nodes is what we were talking about on the Manson Mitchell show is that um, it's interesting that he just showed that book with the, the snake on it because I was going to mention the Ori Borealis. You guys know the, the image of the snake biting its own tail, right? And then in Hindu, it's Rahu and Ketu. And it has to do with exactly that, that, you know, we are reincarnating. So that is connected to the lunar nodes of the moon. And the moon is the past being presented into the present. So that's our moods, it's our soul, it's our memory, it's our disposition. And all that is affected by our astral body from previous lives and what we've brought in to neutralize and work on in this lifetime. But everything reincarnates, everything um, is recycled, so to speak even stars so yeah so in terms of you and anthony you guys have actually a lot in common which is kind of cute um so with anthony what i saw with you is that you pretty much reinvented yourself around the spring of 2021 is that correct is that pretty close it was like a re-emergence that happened with you yeah i think so because i think what happened was i was kind of like as a writer i was in a kind of grand funk and mm -hmm. uh, I needed I needed to discuss, you know, to find my courage, um, you know, and, and just plunge into it and not 
you know, the worst thing you do, I think, I mean, at least the worst thing I do as a writer is to compare myself to other writers, you know, yeah. and so I just had to remain a solo performer. And um, since I actually have been a performer, yeah, <laughs> you know, that I, that I just got back into it is around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So that means I have the right birth time. So first, I just want to let your audience know, like, this is mathematics. We live in a sea of energy. We are energy, energy. And we live in um, uh, the sea of energy that is uh, constantly re re revolutionizing, uh, repeating, um, evolutionizing, and uh, growing and transforming. So when we're born, we take on what's in that celestial uh, at the in the in the in the celestial at that moment, we take it on because we're mostly water. Our, our umbilical cord is cut. We integrate like what that is. We embody those energies for the entire our entire lives. And so, with you, Anthony, you have like all this energy. Uh, your Sun, your Pluto, your Mercury, Chiron. Like you've got a lot. Even Mars is in Leo. So creative self-expression is really what you're supposed. So you're not just a Leo. You're like a super Leo. You got a lot of Leo going on. And then your rising signs Aquarius. So you're supposed to be progressive and think outside of the box and a bit of a maverick. And then with Dina Marie, let me bring hers up real quick here. Um, she is a triple Gemini. I have never worked with a triple Gemini. So your sun, moon, and rising is all in the constellation of Gemini, Dina. So you are definitely the epitome of curiosity, the researcher, right? <laughs> the intellect, the literary like genius, really, like always searching and, and going for deeper meaning and understanding and curiosity. So when we look at just, so these are just aspects of you guys, right? The sun, moon, and rising. But when you look at the nodal axis, the node is like where you're going and where you're coming from. And like um, with Dina, your north node is in Cancer in the first house. And so your south node is in Capricorn. So the south node is our co cosmic comfort zone is what we're used to. It's our path of least resistance. Um, it's the really the easy ones for us to like just kind of adapt and kind of repeat a lot of that, right? And so for you, that would be like entrepreneurship, business. You know, you've been a really strong um, leader, uh, a governor of some sort. Um, you had to do with infrastructure, a general like in, a, in, a, in the army or I mean, like you have some really strong um, I can't see you, Dean. Are you still there, Dina Marie? I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, there you are. Okay. I disappeared. Um, so, <laughs> okay, there I am. Yeah. That's good. I'm smiling so, yeah. at you a lot. Smiling at you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, but can I was going to see if you were relating to what I was saying? So, these are these are your South Node aspects. So, you are a very strong uh, energy of leadership. And so, in this lifetime, it could be really easy to get back into that. But in order to find our fulfillment and our joy, we have to we have to integrate our North Node. And the North Node for you is about feelings, developing deep feelings, learning how to cultivate feelings, understanding other people's feelings. And as a Triple Gemini, that's not your forte. That's not it's not forte. It's all up here in the mind, right? You're very cerebral, it's linear. It's a it's communication. That's why you do radio. So, yeah. But anyway, I, I, ask me any questions you guys have. I'm just kind of looking at the energies on the charts. Do you have any questions or anything you want me to look at specifically? Well, we went we went through the chapters of the book and we did get to astrology. I did do his chart. Just the amount of Leo blows my mind because his, right? his, his wife, beautiful Ruth, uh, they're no longer together, but she used to get mad at him to be at parties because he was like the center of attention. And then there's that's that Leo. And I do have to bring up my triple Gemini it was Rick Levine, which, you know, Rick Levine. He was here and he said, because I have three planets in Taurus, Dina's the cow that will always get back to the barn, even though she looks crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I 
like that Capricorn um, node part because I, I tend to go in somewhere, get a lot done and walk away. And then it seems to, those people tend to get a lot out of it and then become like uh, Simon Okello. He was here first time from Kenya with One Vibe Af Africa. Now he's all over the country doing these this music celebration. But it's just like I help kind of get them started. And isn't mm -hmm. cancer like the mom? Uh-huh, absolutely. So, it's the yeah. nurturing the divine mother so yeah but you have it, you have a capacity to build because of the south node you're a builder and you're a systems builder and you see what the, the you understand infrastructure but then also you have the capacity for home building right so creating a home creating a nurturing environment so other people can thrive and your children family members colleagues um it's just very natural for you yeah and plus your your um, north node is connected to venus in um cancer as well yeah. and then our friend anthony also has venus in cancer so yeah and they're conjunct so you guys get each other there, there's a um there's camaraderie and an understanding it also connects you to your values like you guys have shared values and you both enjoy nurturing you probably both enjoy nurturing with food or having food or potlucks or cooking for someone you love you know you both have this venus in cancer which is really nice and it gives you a nice bond as well you really get each other and, and Venus is the way you love, right? Venus, mm -hmm. it's the way you love, but it's also what you're attracted to and how you love, you know, how you like being loved. So definitely being nurtured is a part of both of your paradigm, both of your matrices. And if your Venus, if Leo was in Venus, we wouldn't be friends, Anthony. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you'd be you'd be so out there and like I'm like center of attention. No I'm kidding. But but now you're you when we're done talking, and I have to say the reason um I think he had in April 21st, is it 21? Because he had writer's yep. block when I first met him. So oh. he had writer's block and he, he was a professor of literature. So he has a lot of like performance, literature, like, you know, writing, it has to perform, keep writing, keep writing. And so I think when he started writing his pieces, which mm -hmm. were playful and fun and tuned up his upper chakras, that's when he and I started having these beautiful conversations, and that's when we did the Zoom, and he started to look up for the first time. Well, I, and I think the thing is, I was also risking myself in a sense of, uh, as an academic, um, you know, moving into story mode was, was, was where I wanted to be because it was also performance in a sense. But... Um, I think uh, I, I was risking in those pieces that I write, that I, I am writing for in, in light of your book because I invented words. I didn't care, you know, I just, it was almost like bordering on a kind of abstract poetry. And sometimes I would just go off and, you know, and create shock soul or root, root <laughs> up or something, you know, and I would just do this. And I thought, who I don't care, you know, I'm not, I'm not in front of the tribunal at the university telling me, you can't do that. Yeah. He came up with celestial artists, all these things for me. And I'm just like, I, after the break, I'll have him read something for you. But it's so painting a picture. And I think during this, those two or three years ago, every time we had a conversation, because we haven't met in person, I would paint pictures in my mind of celestial arts and then the ocean and, and angels. And it, he was like, a, um, and this is what he does. He reads to children. He writes a child children's books. He was like me as a little kid sitting there in the library having your teacher read to you. Um, and it kept my higher chakras open. So he's such a gift. Now, do you see anything um, in the church with us in a past life or let's say alchemists? Uh, definitely church for sure. Uh, alchemy too, actually shamanic energy. So it, let me just tell you real quick in the sinistry, 
his Saturn is nine degrees Libra and it's exactly conjunct your moon. Nine, I'm not, I'm sorry, not Libra, Gemini, your moon, nine degrees Gemini. Your Saturn is five degrees Pisces. His moon is five degrees Pisces. <laughs> so they're exactly out of 360 degrees. Like that's like really unusual, unauspicious. And they're both, both ways. Um, and the, so the, the Saturn is the aspect of the sage and the, you know, um, um, the teacher. And so you actually teach each other and then you have the emotional component. And also, again, the moon is connected to our astral body in our past lives. And that's also connected in this life. It really represents your, your domestic sphere, your connection to your mother and women in general, but and emotions. So you guys actually are learning from each other quite a bit and you spark each other. And then the other one, Dina, that you're picking up on is your, uh, your Uranus is exactly conjunct his North node which is the topic of our conversations today, the nodal axis. So his node is his karmic destiny. So what your Uranus brought into his life, and so just think about it real quick. We live in the quantum field. We're affected by these qualities of energy in the quantum field every day, whether we know it or not. It's truly a difference between reacting or responding. When you know, you respond with clarity. You respond with intention. When you don't know, you tend to react the same types of um, energies that you've always played out. It's a path of least resistance. So with your energy field, when you and Anthony met, you brought in this Uranian energy of awakening to him and his, and it's his North node. So it's his destiny in Virgo. So there's something about you. Well, the Uranian energy was brought into his field to help him remember and waken up to something about himself. Does that make sense? Y'all hear me? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, and I think, um, what I, I, I love sometimes uh, when she would uh, endorse me, if I can put it that way. I mean, it was like um, I would say, oh, I'm not writing quick enough. I'm, I'm, I'm working on a story and I'm just not getting there. And she would just say, but you write all these beautiful pieces every week. What are you talking about? You know, and so, I mean, it was like um, I was in Catholic mode mm-hmm. at that course. <laughs> You know, I spent a lot of time in my life uh, previously, I guess, and also within this lifetime, it, it, you know, working. I was in a monastery for a while, and I, I just, uh, I was so disciplined that it was very difficult to break away. Yeah, so that I, shows. I'm sorry, that shows very strongly in your chart too. I was actually going to mention that okay. that you've spent many, many lifetimes dissolving your ego, like really focusing on scripture and scribing in churches, and very connected to the Catholic Church. Um, a monk, nun, so it's male and female lifetime body in your in incarnations were male and female. Um, but like there's part of this lifetime, um, Anthony was really about healing, um, like just like guilt, shame, and anxiety from these lifetimes. They really were inhibiting you for a really long time. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I spent a lot of time going to confession. I mean, you know, it was just a very rigid uh, documentation uh, Mm -hmm. and introduction to living a life, you know, and so, um, and and, I mean, so often what I would do as I was a performer is that I would make fun of it, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and and I liked that because it released me, you know, from, from the rigidity of it. uh, And um, just, you know, I mean, in a sense, it was like I would be writing these scripts about, you know, the nuns, you know, or something, uh, you know, and the, the kind of uh, disrespect, I think, so often that I experienced in the church. So, yeah, it's wonderful to hear all this. Do you, 
I, I could listen to you forever. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, do you write a one book? Of, one of the, actually, I am writing a book. Um, oh, one I'm, of the things that you're developing is um, just practical ways to trust other people, trust people. The trust was betrayed as well and this and not it's, it shows up in your matrix so it's not only something you experience in this lifetime you you came in with it and we do tend to repeat things um that we have in our matrix until we neutralize it and get it and awaken it to it and the way that we're co-creating it mm -hmm. wow and, mm. and and how did it happen i don't know but we, we had our first pre-interview and then the sun came out and that was when things were pretty dark at that time because i didn't know where i was going or what i was doing and then when I read the book, I just saw the spirituality in it. And we do talk about remembering all the time. So that's why when he got the book in this lifetime, you know, and, and Anthony just had his uh, 81st birthday last oh, week. Yes. Last week. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm great. I just, this morning I, I, I ran for an hour. So. Wow. <laughs> Our favorite thing is uh, exercising. We love nature. Um, we w love to dance. Uh, we love great conversation, entertainment, and things like that. So it's so strange because I always think uh, me on this side of uh, you know the country, and he's over there, and, and 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 he's a man, I'm a woman. We have all these things, but it's just like it was like a light bulb going turning on, especially in those mm -hmm. dark times. So the timing must have been right because we had lots of time to have those talks, very lovely talks. And then probably maybe two months ago. We were talking about uh, Gregorian chants, and, and we, that's when we both had this insight of this life where we were both uh, probably poor and put into the church as brother and sister or brother. And, mm -hmm. I think I was a, a girl, so we could have been sisters and sisters, but he brother or sister. Um, mm -hmm. And then working through all of his writings and things, uh, the church told him to look down, to look down. And so then about maybe six months ago, he looked up. But this is all just the past life just came to us maybe four weeks ago. We knew wow. something was going mm -hmm. on, but we actually did a show about it um, on mm -hmm. my birthday. Gregorian, wow. yeah. I mean, every day uh, in, in the monastery, we sang, I sang Gregorian chant, you know. Wow. And, and, then when the, and then, you know, I always like to balance that out a little bit though, because I mean, it, although uh, in the monastery, because I was in, in a community, all men, it was very satisfying in many ways, you know, I mean, it was it, rigid in its dogma and that's why I broke away from it, but also very reassuring that we could live together in peace and harmony because that's what, that's what was going on in that monastery. Wow. And, and I, I, and I, I felt I... very fortunate. I mean, I, I was, uh, they, they wanted me, my father was a boxing referee and he wanted me to be a boxer and I, I was petrified. All I wanted to do was be a dancer. And I, you know, I told them that and it was like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I have one yeah. more, I have one more synchronicity too that uh, I wrote a book called Aura's Angel. And it's about an angel that came to my grandmother after her baby had passed. The baby wasn't baptized. Neighbors said the baby was going to be in limbo or hell or wherever. And then an angel appeared while a, a woman down the road was passing away and showed her she couldn't see the house from her room, but she saw the angel and the light. And she, you know, back to those days, you didn't call people light beings and you didn't talk about it. But she told me that story and it made her uh, at ease, at ease about her baby's death. And so I gave the book to Anthony. And what does aura mean? Prayer, pray, 
or uh, pro, well, in the in the church. I mean, it's called the Rogation Days, and so what you do is you you go out into nature in this community that I was in, and you in total silence except for um, Santa Maria or pro nobis, which is Saint Mary, pray for us. You know, and then we did we you know you do all of these chants around the saints and um, or pray for us or pro nobis. Um, gosh, <laughs> really, and, and you know, I, that book, we, I want you, to, I want to work on that book with you so that we actually bring it to a public, uh, I want other people to see that book, you know, I mean, really as a publication, you know, it's, it's a startling story and very reassuring that we don't only live on this plane, gosh. And yeah. just remember three years ago, Anthony's like, he didn't know any of this, but it's it's the remembering, it's the like the veil being lifted, and we know each other, and so it's like being re, reunited, re, reunited, reunited. <laughs> reunited. I love that you're using that word, um, Dina Marie. Remember, I use that in my uh, logo as well. Astrological awareness is a movement to remember, oh. and that is that we have the capacity through gnosis. We all do to remember and it has to do with the pituitary and the pineal gland and the upper you know areas of the brain that we the, you know this is the heaven heaved up up here right so this is where we do remember and that we're designed to remember and so remember could be one lap you know one aspect of it but the other is remember like bring our members together bring our tribes together our families together our spiritual families and that i believe that's what we're all doing right now too so so i have to ask about remembering i mean <laughs> I, can we connect uh, I mean, can I, is it possible to connect with my past life and, you know, and, and how do I, how do I do that? I mean, I do meditate, you mm -hmm. know, but it's usually pretty much on this plane. Well, part of it, I, I sense is it's on dismantling um, and unraveling uh, programming and things that have shut you down in this mm -hmm. lifetime, because your, your moon is in Pisces, Anthony, you're a mystic, your south node's in Pisces. I see that you were a nomadic, uh, you lived in the east, you were like, you had a Hindu life, an Asian life, you were a nomadic man, a, a being, I should say. And uh, there's a lot of feminine energy there as well. But like you have this interesting dichotomy in this yeah. time in your blueprint where you have like this compulsive need for freedom, but also like um, containment. But then mm -hmm. you tend, there was a, a long period of your life, I think till about maybe 40 or 41, that you swallowed your anger, you repressed a lot, you you wrestled with yourself a lot, and you really repressed a lot of things. And in doing so, I mean, energy cannot be created or destroyed, right? It can only change form. So when we repress and don't express, it just stores in the body, the joints, the tissues. Um, but it's still there. It's, so for me, it's a process of dismantling and letting go and honest self-appraisal. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. And just, I, li I like that honest self appraisal. Yes. Oh, because then you become, uh, then I become meaningful to other people in a sense. I mean, it's like having that mode of compassion that if I have it for myself, Dina Marie talks, talked, talks a lot about self-love. Mm -hmm. When I first started hearing that as a former Catholic, I heard of narcissism, negativity, um, uh, lack of, you know, uh, uh, not, you know, law, lost humility, you know, mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. And then as we talked about it, and as I did more research about self-love, then I realized, no, no, no. I mean, this is where we need to be, you know, otherwise we can't love other people. That's it. 
Yeah, we we went through this. We actually, I mean, she actually invited me to do one of her shows about self love, you know, and it was uh, that remarkable leap from what I where I had been with that in terms of dogma and the tracing of myself into that meaningfulness of what self love is all about. I'm so I'm so happy right now. Okay, <laughs> I'm just enamored with this conversation. But we're gonna take our only break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. If you feel stressed, overwhelmed, or stuck, join me, Dina Marie, at Marla Williams Transformational Retreat at the Bow Sanctuary in Bow, Washington. I have personally experienced transformation by working with Marla. If you are ready to experience a calm like you have never had before, feel more joy and happiness within, and get immediate results that last, join me at this amazing three-day wellness retreat and transform your life into one you love living. Go to MarlaWilliams.net and click on Retreat to sign up today. Little Big Fest Music and Art Festival is back August 11th through the 13th at the Whitby Island Fairgrounds Event Center in Langley, Washington. Little Big Fest is a weekend of local, regional live music, arts, and family fun on a beautiful island in the Pacific Northwest. Come for the day or stay all weekend. Visit littlebigfest.org and get your day or weekend pass with or without camping. Check out the bands. That's littlebigfest.org. Get ready for an adventure that will ignite you from the inside out. Join us for the Solation Backpacking Retreat, September 18th through 20th, 2023, in the Suquamish region of Washington. Immerse yourself in the beauty of nature, revive your spirit, and form deep connections with like-minded women. Experience the vibrant, alive wilderness like never before. Hike through lush forests, camp under the starlit sky, and find solace by tranquil waters. Visit SharonMoreen.com and email now for more information. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, and I am having my spirits lifted. We have Alicia Michelle and Anthony Mana joining us. Uh, Anthony Mana and I have a, a, we're on YouTube, and we do an Our Energy Matters. It's under um, Anthony L. Mana. Uh, we've been doing, um, we did 99. We're up to 100. Uh, that will be tomorrow. And um, Anthony will be joining me the first Friday of the month from now on because I I want my life to be simplified, and I always have so much 
heartfelt joy when we're together. So I want to spend more time with you. Uh, Alicia, uh, you have a, a shop in Florida. I do. Yeah, I own a small wellness center here in Florida, in Gainesville, Florida. It's called uh, the 13 Moons Healing Arts Studio. And uh, we do different healing arts here, obviously, and I uh, do astrology. I have every first Saturday of the month, Vina, I do um, a new moon integration course. And I teach people about the 13 moons that are in a year instead of 12. And um, the last Saturday of the month, I do a galactic alchemy. It's an all-day course. It's an immersion course. And we get deep into the alchemy of a person's chart and their um, earth, air, fire, water, and ether, and how it shows up and how they can connect more consciously to these forces. And I'm also um, doing a summit right now. So if you want to check that out, it's at summitoflight.com. And that's um, just a 40 of us. There's change makers, healers, and visionaries, and it's really extraordinary. So and thank your, you for asking. Your website is astroware.net. So you do uh, charts and keep in t contact with you uh, about like when yeah. your birthday comes up. Jobs, I'm, book. <laughs> yeah. so I'm all about all that. <laughs> and so that was funny because uh, uh, Anthony during the break was reading us a, a little piece. So we're going to have him read one of his pieces that he starts our Zoom with, and then we put it on YouTube. But this is a, a professor of literature who was supposed to be a priest, and he and I are hanging out during a pandemic. <laughs> and I'm on an island where no one's out anywhere, and I'd be in the woods talking to him, and he's in Ohio. And then one day he just came up with these pieces that I think God sent, or God sent for me to keep my remembering going because it was dark times, so... Anthony, would you like to share? Yeah, I mean, do you want me to read what I was reading before or should I move on? Because I mean, I don't want to. Why don't you, know. you read read whatever you want to read? Okay, all right. So I say, I've come to think of Dina Marie's book as a heaven sent, sensible, practical, doable manual of matters and manners. She anointed with three full heartedly promising, or should I say provocative titles the first title leads the way to those spiritually enlivening body, mind, spirit, soul, energetic powers she evokes as chakras. This first title tells us our energy matters. In her book, How Could I Not Be Drawn to the Transcendent Design and alignment, alignment of Her Discoveries when she wrote about these chakras, quote, there are seven of these energy centers in the human body and hundreds of minor ones, and they receive, assimilate, and distribute energy throughout our energetic fields, our auras. And now, the second title that early on baffled me, ah, here Dina Marie crosses over to, quote, title, The Art of Crystal Reading. Now, hold on. In an ancient past life, was she ordained an alchemist? a scholarly sage endowed with the gift of transforming or creating something through a seemingly magical process? Oh my, I wonder, who's the cult realm have I stumbled into fully alert to learning about her crystals, like the gatherings of translucent stones that enticingly give off radiance on the cover of her book. And so I christened her a celestial alchemist, sure, why the heck not? <laughs> oh, and he comes up with dose. He does all these things. And it's just, it's, it's going back to like, I do believe I was those things. The alchemist, I, the alchemist. And anyways, 
it's it's all remembering. We're all being like we are family. We are family. And and so I, I have my Saturn return coming. Or do I, am I in my Saturn return? You're in your Saturn return right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's right. It's on. It's on the degree. So yeah. Is it scary for me? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, it's a, it's just a, a kind of a reset and kind of a culmination. It's different than the one you had at 29 or 30. That one's a little bit more of a shake up, you know, we have to learn the material plane, but it's definitely a, a time to reevaluate your life, what you've done so far, where you're going, what's your five-year plan? Um, how happy are you? How is, how's your container that you're, you know, created for yourself? Um, interesting. Saturn- Could I say interesting? 29, 30 is when I broke away from the Christian church. From born again Christian. Yeah, my whole family, they don't like me. I don't care. But I had to be myself and, and I believed in like past lives. I saw them. I, I do dream interpretation. I was very psychic. I don't use that word. I'm intuitive, but it's like I couldn't live that life anymore. And then when my grandma told me that story that we are light beings and we all live forever. I mean, she was a Christian and, and anyways, I just that's when the lights went on for me. That's awesome. Well, the interesting thing, one of the interesting things about the Bible and Yeshua and the codes, Jesus, uh, Yeshua became Christed at 30. That was his Saturn return. And then he was transfigured at 33. That's a master number. So those are really key things. And when we really, when we come 30, that's when we really start to understand the physical plane, the material plane and our place in it. So you're actually at the second Saturn return. So it's, it's different. How's it feeling for you? Like, how do you feel? I don't think I've be- ever been happier. And and Anthony knows me and Benny probably more than anyone I know. But it's just because, like, we're being interviewed all the time. But I just think that I have freedom. Mm-hmm. I, I love being alone. And, and this is the first time I'm not taking care of people like I used to. I am doing mm-hmm. house care for dogs and stuff. And I'm going into the house. I'm, like, doing everything I did for my kids, getting paid super well. <laughs> and And energy matters. So when I leave... That person's happy. The dog's happy. They want to know what I did. But I have more energy than I've ever had. Anthony knows I spend most of my time on the beach. So, yeah. That's right. And we're back to dancing. And I just feel I've always had that Venus and Cancer. I've always had the, and I also have that planet, the Taurus. I'm the mom, caretaker, mm-hmm. in, in, in codependent, in, in always putting myself last. Now I get to mm-hmm. put myself first. Beautiful. It's time. <laughs> It is. That's awesome. And, and with Anthony, again, I have to say, uh, you know, I write my intentions every day. And I'm sure at that time I, I probably needed a friend. You know, I needed someone to talk to. Um, and we have had ups and downs, haven't we, in three years. But we usually get on the phone. We'll talk about what's hurting and what's painful in our lives. And then we come around and then we lift our spirits. Yeah, every time. And that's the joy of it. I mean, the fact that, that uh, I can bring myself to do that when our conversations end you know i mean the fact that i go outside i live on eight acres in the woods and um you know and i go outside now and i just i see i just look up and i see patterns and especially dance patterns so sometimes what i'm doing is on the in these woods i just dance I mean, I, you know, and it's okay. I mean, I just don't, I mean, if anybody sees me, I really don't care anymore. And and we both live in cabins and I live on nine acres. (laughs) And he has a statue of Christ in his garden. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. With a lot of Buddhas. I have Buddhas all over the place. Yeah. 
I, I want to add something real quick. A lot of people know about this Saturn return, um, but Anthony, you're going to have a Uranus return um, in three years. And I've only worked with a few clients in my whole career that uh, have gotten through the Uranus return. That's at 84. So that means Uranus comes back to its original place when you were born. And so it's a real illumination point and opportunity. Um, and, and considering what uh, Dina Marie was just sharing about how happy you are right now, it's, that's such a good reflection because what happens with people when they don't actualize their potential and, and, and find their calling in their lifetime, they begin to get bitter and shut down. And there's a term in alchemy called um, it's crystallization. I forget the Latin word for it right now, but there, you tend to crystallize. So what that, that really starts happening around the Saturn return. Saturn crystallizes, uh, energetically speaking. So when a person, um, if they don't get it when they're 40, you know, 50, and then going into their 60th year, they start to kind of um, shut down, become complacent and not really find themselves, quote unquote, you know, and it's kind of it's sad, actually, because we're really here to find our joy and to live our joy and to be that fractal, that unique fractal that we all are, you know, and no one else can be your fractal, only you. So that's really great. I just wanted to commend you for finding your happiness. <laughs> and, the, Those, and the self-love component is it, every time I'm talking to Anthony, I'm only talking to, to myself. So. This whole chakra tune-up thing, you know, I literally was running. It came into my head. I I had the courage to call. Basically, we were strangers. We've only talked a couple times. And then all of a sudden, we were best friends. But I can see us both um, maintaining our light or rediscovering it during, you know, I, I, I'm going to call it the dark times. And so as we grew together, we, we, we remembered. And now I feel like we're those two kids before we went to the monastery. <laughs> You know, you know, maybe we, you know, there was a lot of people went into the church or into the military because their families didn't have any money. And that's just the only thing there was, you know, whether you're growing food. And I, I see my past lives and all of this mm -hmm. is weaving into I was in the military in a past life. There's my Capricorn yep. and that whole like, yeah, um, General. <laughs> yeah, the structure that the, the triple Gemini doesn't like. But then you bring mm -hmm. in the, the Taurus and. Taurus is about home and, and I, I'm conflicted because I love my freedom and I love to run around and, and do things. But now I also have to have a, a home base. Mm -hmm. It's your dichotomy. We all have it. Some yeah. paradox. Yeah. Really? I want to. Yeah, for are sure. It is, some is more than others. Don't get me wrong. Um, some are a little bit more pointed. But with I wanted to say something about the alchemy um, with you and Anthony. Um, in alchemy, uh, air and fire work together. He's a lot of fire and you're a lot of air. So you guys fuel, fuel each other's fire, right? So like, like, for instance, water and earth go together. Earth needs a container. It knows no boundaries. So, or excuse me, I'm water knows no boundaries. It will just spill everywhere. It needs a container. That's the earth. Now, if earth had no water, it becomes brittle and it breaks and it, it crumbles, right? So it needs water. It needs emotion to be, you know, to live and to be successful and joyful. So you guys alchemically uh, actually feed each other. That keeps coming up in the two charts. So that's really important. I know you know this, but you told me to look at your chart. So oh, no, I'm God, giving you- I love it. I love it. Logic. Uh, components, how it shows up, but you guys literally nurture each other, feed each other's fire, um, awaken, awaken each other, especially with your Uranus entry. And you have been an alchemist and you have been a shaman and a healer and also a quirky scientist inventor some, at some point too, Dina. Well, the elementals, that was his first writing. He loves my book on the elements, water, fire, air, and earth. And I, like at couples, when you're doing readings with them, you know, two yes. fire signs or whatever. 
But it, the whole yes. chart means a lot. But it was just a super simple reading with a couple about, you know, their sun sign and, and the elements. So his first writing, I believe, was about the elementals. He was so enamored with the elementals. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's awesome. The chapter in the book. But yeah, that's funny. But yeah. And then I just want to talk about relationships. So as people are going through life, my um, Reiki teacher called it a multiverse. There are certain people that will come into your life and be there forever. There are certain people are teaching you lessons, but you can be in a mall of a thousand human beings and your energy is just not going, you know, I might even see those people and it, it's around us too. The stuff we can't see, it's the way you're vibrating. And if you have someone in your life that really brings you joy, nurture that relationship and let go of those ones that aren't lifting your spirits. Right. <laughs> Good advice. Good counsel. Yeah. In physics, it's called attract, quote unquote, attractor forces. So in, in astrology, it works the same way. You know, it depends on your radio frequency you're emitting into the quantum field. And then also what's transiting right now in the field and how it's activating your blueprint. So it can bring in, just like I said, I when I did his chart, I saw that he uh, began to reinvent himself around March of 2021. And um, about two years before that, though, there was a period of isolation and loneliness or not being emotionally supported, it looks like to me. But that's the activation of the planets, as it were, right? But then you have like, it will activate and it will literally attract a certain person that has a frequency that you need at this time. Uh, or that they need you or actually we're always learning from each other. So it's just interesting because it really breaks down to geometry and physics. There wow. you go. <laughs> I guess. Professor Anthony Mana. And what, what was the light bulb that made you buy the book? You know, what was that all about? Well, I mean, I, I mean, basically it was because of your voice, which, you know, I, I, I thought, oh, I haven't come across this, this lady before in this, in this realm, but I, I think there's something going on here. You know what I mean? It was just, it was just a, an instantaneous attraction to um, trying to come to understand your your vocabulary, as it were, you know, your 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 sense, your perceptions, and um, and it was it, it opened up. Well, as you say in your book, there you stand before a door, and it's time to open it up, you know, and uh, and and I like that. I've always liked that image so much because I mean, it's like, do you, do you take the risk? You know, and what what do you, what what wonderful things I found there it was miraculous. And and the cover is book. I'm glad he showed that to you, uh, Alicia, because uh. I, I saw it right away. And he has moon and sun. He he, he says things. It's about someone finding their way back. I call it om, but back home. Mm -hmm. You know, we're always finding <laughs> ourselves wanting to go back to our source. That's in my book. It's I hope if you're living. Some well, I mean, the char my character goes to find sun, destiny, sun, moon, and it wasn't. And I was specifically not saying the destiny, the sun, the moon. I mean, I wanted those entities to be his salvation, you know, because that's what he needed to do. He needed to restore himself, and uh, that uh, that. that that's where I wanted him to go, you know, and I think I, I think it's where I wanted to go, you know, um, and it's it's just a, it's just so wonderful to be able to think where did that all come from, you know? I mean, what what was you know where where was I, to be uh, the, um, I don't know the channel. Let me put it that way, of that kind of uh, spiritual reawakening, 
um you know so yeah and that's what we worked on is opening up the higher chakras and then having that heartfelt intention so our first little uh, uh exercise was uh counting our blessings every morning and setting our intentions yeah. for the day yeah yeah the intention which is uh and i like i like that to lead me into meditation because they become such a positive uh if, if i'm having one, one of my problems is that i have especially i don't maybe it's my age i don't know what's going on right now but i mean the idea of time it time bothers me you know and uh because it's uh it's moving along so quickly but um you know so i with my intention i often go back to time and talk about uh, moving gracefully through time you know um and becoming uh again a vessel you know of awareness because of time rather than looking at time as my enemy uh just you know giving myself over to it so it's positive <laughs> well um i just have to say this stuff works and i don't even know where the book they're the the runes i have that's what those crystals are and that's how many I have people pick is those rocks and but it's all remembering and it's all being true to yourself also also you liked me, Anthony, because I danced at my show. I was had playing music and I was dancing. Oh, oh right, I know. Yeah, I used to watch you. When I, I watched you at your show the first time around. I mean, and you stood and it was like yeah. you were moving around. It was like, come on, let's jitterbug here. Come on. <laughs> I'm flying out to the West Coast immediately. Okay. <laughs> hey, in my dreams and my intentions, four years from now, you live on Woodby Island. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. That's just mine. I can't really draw people into my, my stuff. I should only have intentions for myself because that's the only thing I have control over. But my intentions was to have our, our charts done. And Alicia, you are a sent. You are heaven sent. Yes. Thank you uh, so much. As I said, I could just listen to you all day. I'm going to, what is your, uh, you say, it's uh, astro astroaware.net yeah i'd love to say one more thing real quick that you that sparked in my mind earlier so with the sun each of the planets are connected to um a, a different constellation and with the leo you guys are connected to the sun so you are the center and all the planets orbit the sun so anyone that is a leo in this lifetime you represent the heart so you were born with so much heart, Anthony, and you have all these planets, like five or six planets, plus your Mars and Mercury there. It's like, you are the heart. So, and you're, are, and you're meant to be orbited <laughs> and have a little group orbiting you. That's just, that's just who you are, that's who, how you shine. So I just wanted to say that. That's very nice, thanks a lot. I mean, I appreciate that image. It's a beautiful image. Mm -hmm. It's true. You know, and, a and a beautiful understanding, a very uh, a deepened understanding and that's leo at, at its finest you know the, yeah. the the heart of the lion i even have about the line lying with the the lamb lying with the lion is the christ consciousness in my book so it's like also the bible <laughs> but it's like, like this is where it is your heart you have to have an open heart and as painful as it is right because it's, it's the double-edged sword that heart chakra is the way the intangible the higher chakras manifest into this world so it's right now we're here to manifest heaven on earth Open up all Amen. those chakras and make as much love with people as you can. Give it away, right? <laughs> that is it. Well, thank Good you. It, it's yeah. astroware.net. That's Alicia Michelle. And then we have anthonymanabooks.com. 
And then we have dina-marie.com. If you want to look at our, our Energy Matters YouTube, click on that first page and you can um, check out any of those. But, uh, yeah, I feel super blessed today. And we're going to end the show with uh, Silent Universe, uh, a song I co-create and wrote uh, about past lives. Thank you, you two. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was lovely. Bye-bye. Between us